Well, here I am with eight old toffs having a good old chinwag about politics and beer over a, <laughs> a bunch of Jaffa cakes. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I guess I'm going to go and get a glass of Pims and sit here and drink it. So, uh, poddums up, guys. Well done. Thank you very much, Shells. Thank you. <clears throat> and welcome to Potoms Up. Thank you. Uh, this is our episode 20, and uh, it's slightly different format than what we've done in the past, because I am in Las Vegas, so I don't have my, the regular crew. Uh, uh, Fred and Nobs have uh, uh, taken the week off, um, but... Uh, my host in Las Vegas, uh, Spike, to my right, has graciously offered up the Dog and Pony Studios to um, to uh, record our podcast. And uh, so, big hats off to Dog and Pony and to Spike nice. and Thank you. Uh, his whole family for putting up with uh, with our intrusion on their lives <laughs> for the weekend. It better not be rubbish. <laughs> it better not be rubbish. It better not be rubbish. I'm with you. It definitely wasn't rubbish. Because the wings beat the Knights last they night. Did yeah, they did not. They did. Oh. They did. Hell no. They did. And then one of my favorite things to happen in American sports in recent years, a bunch of numbskulls decided to get all fucking tribal. So, really? So I saw it happening, and I timed an interception where I purposely tripped over him and said, oh, excuse me. Oh, my God, really? Was he, like, about to lay it down? Uh, you know, I really was just trying to ignore him. It, it was he, – he was looking to be confrontational. And, and he was drunk and, and he was very drunk. Was he looking yes. to tussle, though, or was he just doing – was you he know, just talking was, a little I, shit? He was looking to tussle. He was tussling? Oh. He had tussling on well, us? Yeah, but, he had you tussling. Know, His girlfriend was pulling on in him. In that time and place, I don't know if he really wants to tussle. Like, does he want to throw down right there on the hallway? I feel like the, people in Vegas that, that talk tough. Yeah. yeah, so, no, that wasn't yeah. going to happen. I just don't understand, right? Yeah. My sports team beat up your sports team. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. So if you're out there listening to Potoms Up and you're one of those people, you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Hey, hey, we need all the listeners we can get. Okay? <laughs> don't care. Okay. Stop listening we have, we have, immediately. We have, we, have, we have low bar, low bar at Potoms Up, okay? Mm. Um, mm. Come okay, on, um, Otto. Come on, Otto. Have a Jaffa, Jaffa cake, cake, Otto. Jaffa uh, cakes are so good. Shell, what is a Jaffa cake? So a Jaffa cake is like the best thing that anybody's ever invented. They, they just are. It's like sponge cake. Thanks, now cake. I know what it is. See? It's like sponge cake on the bottom. It's a mixture between like a biscuit and a little cake. For and you Americans, has, a biscuit is a cookie. Is a cookie. <laughs> and it has like orange kind of jam or jelly in, in, in the middle and covered by delicious chocolate. Oh. For you Americans, it's like a mini orange-flavored moon pie. There moon pies. Uh, the consistency delicious. is yeah, absolutely. Yes. And you have to dip yeah. it in tea for like the best, best thing. For you, you Americans, tea is a drink that you use instead of coffee. <laughs> oh, <forever. laughs> no, tea is like the nectar of the yeah, It's that thing that you never order at Starbucks yeah. for exactly. you Americans. Exactly, that's it, yes. Do they have Starbucks? Is Starbucks a big thing in, uh, yeah. in Europe? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not like some kind of, is there like a weird stigma though? A little bit of a stigma. Yeah. We're more like coffee bean. Is it the coffee bean and, coffee bean and tea leaf? And tea leaf. 
that's what we have more of, I suppose. Hmm. Yeah. Y'all are yeah. hipsters or over in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> European hipsters. Such a hipster thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Starbucks, please. Coffee, bean, and tea leaf. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, oh yeah. So well, let's get to our libation. <laughs> well, you don't want to talk about things I, other than coffee beer. Coffee sounds good, but beer sounds better. All right. So, so do you in, want to tell them what you with, got? With, with Potoms of tradition, uh, we're still going to open up uh, some lovely cans of brew here that uh, we've picked up in Las Vegas. Um, the first one we have is a revision, the Bruff Northeast Style <laughs> Double IPA. Um, so let's uh, get these cracked open. So I'm not a beer aficionado, but what the hell does double IPA mean? means it's really good. <laughs> does that mean it's double? It's, it's double doubly hoppy. No, I thought that as well. Okay. And, uh, uh, I'm trying to think back. Episode, I think it was 16, we had our local beer expert come in and teach us all about the different styles. Okay. Double just means double of everything else. So not because I thought double meant extra hops. And I'm not a hoppy beer drinker, so I kind of would stay away from it. When one. you look at this beer, you can see that it's only 35 IBUs. So as far as hoppiness goes, mm-hmm. it's really not as hoppy as many other IPAs. Okay. Because they add lots of other ingredients to make it double. It has a nice smell to so. it. Well, uh, just so everyone knows, Revision is actually based in Reno. So Revision is a Reno Oh, brewery. did I say Las Vegas? I don't think you mentioned where it's oh, okay. from in Nevada. It smells Nevada. orangey or citrusy. Citrus is very pretty citrusy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that, Otto? The hops. Oh, because of the hops. And what <laughs> hops are they using? Uh, usually, I don't know. I have to look at the can. Uh, uh. Usually, probably one of the Cascade, the Seas, Citra, Crystal. Uh, and this beer is 8% ABV. Which is uh, that's quite high by normal, by yeah. by Potoms up standards standard. that is acceptable. Mm. Yeah, we six percent and below we we call that's it kissing really your sister. Beer. So this yeah. is uh, right up there. Actually, mm. that's not bad, and I don't even like beer, and that's actually pretty nice. So I'm going to read yeah, off the can here. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I may, it's got some interesting things to say. Uh, we found an old mechanical hop picking machine in the fields of England in the shadow of Stonehenge. With a lot of work, a modicum of sweat, and a little monkey grease, the newly refurbished machine has been repurposed to deliver hop flavor to your mouth as efficiently as possible. Featuring a heap of citrusy citra and mounds of mangoish mosaic hops, conveyor belted on a base of wheat and flaked oats. Well, that explains well. it all. It came from Britain, so it's got to be. It's like a Jaffa cake. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the shadow the of like Stonehenge. As well. their, their hop machine seems to be a robot, so I'm, no, I'm not sure how much I'm of it is factual. The bruv. <laughs> what bruv? That's what that says. What bruv? The, the bruv. So the bruv. The bruv is a word that I'm bruv. not familiar with. Mm. Could, could it be an English word? I, I expect. I mean, it's not spelt right, but yeah, the bruv is like what? Well, it's like a geezer, a guy, a bloke. Oh, okay. What bruv? It's like yeah. saying what up, bro, right? Yeah, it's like saying bruv. what up, bro. Hey, bruv. bruv. And that's what he's like. He's like some nice dude giving you some, you know, whatever it is he's giving. This looks like an anime machine. Looks like a Japanese cartoon on this. I like the, I like, I like, I, I, I appreciate the marketing of this because they put a story on there. So it's kind of like an extra little fun. And they put like this kind of, I don't know. It feels like when I look, when I look at this can, to me, it, it strikes like 
something that you'd stop and be like, oh, how interesting. Especially someone my age might look at it and be like, oh, this isn't like regular beer. This has like a cartoon on it a little bit. I I think the labels have a tremendous amount of impact on the draw of craft beer purchases. And it's, 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 you know, uh, for those not familiar with our podcast, it's something that we talk about all the time in reviewing the beer. Yeah. I think it's interesting that later we're going to talk about pot, and it looks like he's surrounded by pot. I was, by say, I was yeah. like, what is he giving out? It looks like he's like, hey, hops. Hops, my pot. hops yeah. and cannabis, there are a lot of similarities, it seems to me. Yeah, but you don't want to confuse the nice. two, though. Yeah. I wonder if they're from, like, the same, you know, genus or genus, you know, yeah, whatever. The same right? family yeah. tree. They're very similar. See, you're an expert here. And actually, you want to hear the a hilarious little, just a little tangent on pot and hops. Sure. There's stuff called uh, supplied. It's hard to find nowadays because of the stoners. It's called hop hash. So it's basically the the hop pellets. Tizing machines make this powder, powdery mm-hmm. substance that previously was considered waste. Well, the geniuses who run the companies decided to start packaging it up and selling it because it's just a concentrated form of, of hops. Huh. Yes. They're selling yeah. it on eBay, and guess what they're doing? They're buying it and smoking it because it says hash. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if you smoked hops? Would you still get high, or would you... We're trying to get Otto closer to the microphone, but he's no. refusing. I don't, I don't think it would. It doesn't work out at all. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, any any uh, initial reactions there, Spike? You, uh, uh, I love revision beer. So yeah. my reaction is, I love revision beer. <laughs> all uh, revision beer. It's. it's I, I like how it's not overly hoppy. I really like the citrus flavor. Yeah, I like the citrus yeah. flavor. Yeah. For somebody who's not a big beer fan in general. Especially with hops, if it's too hoppy, that's what I don't like about the when taste it's of beer. Too hoppy and too bitter. Right. Then you have uh, a longer aftertaste, in yes, my opinion. It, it, and it, this, this fish is pretty clean for a double IPA. It is, and the fact that I even like it yeah. says a lot. Yeah. The fact that it's so. a good beer, you know, came from Britain, so. Yeah, from a British <laughs> machine or well, Reno, no, New England, Britain. It, the the New, New England. Britain. Shoey, mm. Shoey, you're not much of a beer drinker per se. So, how do you, what do you think? I'm, I'm enjoying this beer. I, I do like the lighter flavor ones, but the flavor is good, and I'm truly enjoying this drink. It's good. Not, not too bitter, really. No, I like it. It's good. What about you, Paul? What do you like? Vision always does a great job. It's always good stuff. That seems to be the consensus around town. That's what uh, Bubba was also telling us. Bubby, right? Bubby. Bubby last night was telling us that Revision is one of his favorite breweries as well. Sparks, Nevada. Sparks, Nevada. Yeah. Where is that? It is a sister city to Reno. It'd be like uh, Royal Oak and Ferndale. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Didn't you guys go to a brewery yesterday and try out we some beer? What was that like? Did you have a beer that you liked uh, there? I did not have a scenic beer. They had you, other craft beers oh, as well. Didn't but you? Was the um, was the wheat beer I had? A, a the Hefe, the yeah. lemon ginger yeah, was that's one of theirs. A scenic, yep. Oh, yeah. Excellent beer. Because they do like lots of different stuff there, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yes. You know, it's it a, rotates. It's a um, a ginger lemon half of ice, and it actually has mm. more of a saison flavor than I thought. I like half of beers though. Yeah. That's our next beer good. today. So we we're gonna we're gonna hook you up there with our second beer. Oh, I sweet. Hop nuts on Friday and try to hazy. You know, it was a pale 18B pale ale. It was, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, they make really good beer. Hopnuts was a nice, it was a great place on the yeah. Arts District. Yep. Right. Big fan of Hopnuts beer. Uh, before we get to um, the topics at hand, a couple of fact checks from last week that you all weren't a part of, um, but just a you know, follow-up on our, our loyal fan base, I guess. Sounds a bit pretentious. Um, 
we talked about licorice being dangerous, black licorice being dangerous. And sure enough, uh, the FDA uh, says eating two ounces of black licorice per day at least for two weeks could prompt an irregular heart rhythm. That's so, really. Uh, there is some, some science to the idea that too much black licorice can be bad for you. Not to mention that it tastes like crap. Uh, See, I knew that's the reason why I shouldn't drink Jägermeister. Underrated right. flavors, Spike. Um, the now, other. Now I'm going to get banned from black jelly beans. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you wonder how much real licorice is in those, right? Because like, I think a lot of it's artificial. I shouldn't have eaten um, the whole bag. Now I'm worried. There was there was a question that Semicolon raised about. Actually, I kind of questioned him on, is who actually does the impeaching and does the Senate do impeachment? So the House calls for impeachment, and it's a little muddy. The Senate does the trial and the removal. So think, harken back to Clinton days, the House impeached, the Senate didn't try and didn't remove. And um, that's never been a problem. (laughs) (laughs) If it is today, that's a first. Uh, Spike had to move my microphone closer. Mm-hmm. We're always moving in the one-shot studios. We're always moving the mic closer to Fred and Knobs and away from me because my voice just carries. But cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so the way it's worded in Article 1, Section 2 is the House of Representatives has sole power of impeachment and that the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. So there's a slight, you know, mm. differential in there. So semicolon, you know, I was uh, vindicated on that. I'll give him, but it's a it's a trial of impeachment that the Senate does, and that the House still calls for articles of impeachment. Uh, but then there was another one that he called out on. We, we we got into this conversation about the social media trend of people eating. Tide pods. Oh yeah, that <laughs> daft, that latest. That, that's a really, crate. really old social media trend, though. We were talking yeah. about all social media trends. We started with baby cheesing, oh, which is yeah. a new one. Baby, baby cheesing. Look it up. I, look it up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so People much. People are doing it to cats, and that's my <laughs> yes, favorite. Yeah. If I can, you take a craft single and you throw it on your baby's face. <laughs> and watch. Oh, the that's hilarious. And watch, right? <laughs> oh, it's funny. Dude. It's good. Almost I love makes me that. Want to have a baby. Um, <laughs> I agree. You need to go and get I'm, your baby. I'm, I'm down with that. Seeing cats' reactions though are my. Oh, favorite. I'm going to do to my cats when I get home. Oh, I like the yeah. cats and the cucumbers the best. Oh, that's it's, funny. It's really funny. But not that. That's not all cats. No, my cats could care less about the cucumber. Yeah. I'm going to throw some try. cheese at my cats this afternoon and see what happens. Yeah, I might throw cheese your at Declan. He's 11. Oh, you so should. Yeah. Have you heard the Tide Pod conspiracy? Maybe. It's the it's the fact that the Tide Pod, the whole big Tide Pod thing came about right before the uh, right before the Super Bowl commercial for for Tide Pods. And they had uh, generated a a lot of uh, attention right before that and then and then had it on the Super Bowl. And a lot of people speculated that it was an invented trend that Tide actually Ah. fabricated and paid paid YouTubers to pretend like they were eating it. And then, because of the spread of those of the influencers, people started actually doing it. But it was fabricated out of out of uh, uh, oh, something funny. that was tied right. Which what is, is a good marketing ploy, right? Marketing. That is because a good marketing ploy. All anyone was talking about was how stupid these kids are yeah. for eating these Tide Pods. But most of it was completely fabricated by Tide. If that's true, 
Tide's sticking around for sure. And you only yeah. poisoned a few of your customers. So hey. Well, that was that was the <laughs> that were stupid enough to they, yeah, they didn't stupid. poison it. They poisoned themselves. <laughs> they did. So, so that was the question that came up: is how many people actually got harmed? Because semicolon said that this is way we're blown. There were he threw out this number: eighty-seven people are all that were reported as actually eating Tide oh, pods and funny. and being harmed. So I kind of said no. This was much more viral than that. There's more than eighty-seven people. So. Between 2012 and 2013, Poison Control Centers reported over 7,000 cases 7, of people eating Tide Pods. What, 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 is, what, it does, what it doesn't say, and this is really kind of where you can get into a discussion about it, is, but we're not, is, uh, <laughs> oh, thank um, goodness. <laughs> is, is what was intentional and what was unintentional. Right. So people were eating uh, Tide Pods. I'm sorry, pods how before. does one unintentionally eat a Tide Pod? Because they look good. But, they, but but you'd it, still have to unwrap it and put it in your mouth. According to according to Wikipedia, I think the conspiracy is, theory is just that it was this became a thing as it was elders with dementia and the very young that started eating Tide pods, and that was a problem for Tide. And so wow. then the seven thousand number mixes all of those instances of Tide pod so consumption. So did Tide better. change the packaging, the color, or anything like that to make it look less like candy? To make it less appealing? Yeah, yeah to, to kids, to yeah. I know yeah. Whenever, whenever I wash my dishes, I Start get drooling. hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. I can't wait to do laundry, you know, I'm like waiting. But there, but, and, and there have been six deaths. But again, I, but, but the number of those, of the six, which ones were intentional of somebody, you know, some knucklehead saying, hey, I can eat a Tide Pod, right? Yeah. So, anyway, okay. That's called the uh, strengthening of the gene pool. <laughs> Natural selection. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't eat a Tide Pod and live to tell the tale, then... <laughs> You're out. Yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, get what some are we of talking about? Housekeeping things out of the way. Well, what are we talking about? Here in Vegas, what do they do in Vegas? Oh gosh! They what gamble do we do? and they bet, right? And when you proposed this topic, Spike, as something that we could do while we're here, I didn't think about it in those terms. You sent me an article about what is the likelihood that Trump would be uh, reelected, right? And then, as I kind of looked into it, I realized, oh my God, there are odds to this. Of How there perfect are. for the Vegas remote recording. When we can talk about not only what is the likelihood he would be elected, but also what are the odds? <laughs> you know, oh, oddly good. enough, over/under. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some numbers here in a second. Uh, he was losing the betting line right up until the election. That's oh, right. True. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's true. Like in the, in the Romney-Obama election, uh, when the news reports kept saying that the election was much, much closer than it ended up being – the betting lines had Obama far, far ahead. Mm-hmm. So, so when he, you know, crushed Romney, uh, the only people who were surprised were the people who weren't paying attention to the betting lines. But the betting lines got it wrong on Trump Clinton. Yeah. I, well, it's you know, there's nothing normal anymore, and 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 so you know, all the historical things. I think you almost got to toss out the window and say it's, it doesn't apply. But hopefully it doesn't apply because the historical data says he should be reelected. Oh, yeah, totally. And, 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 and so that, that, that's kind of a scary thing. On the odds— Not if you're a fan of his. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but on, on bottoms up, there are no fans of his. 
So, on, on March 12th. I got your back, Donnie. Oh, wait. No, I don't. <laughs> wait a second. Fucking loser. Hang on. Let me throw a Jaffa cake at his head. Wait. Yeah. I wonder if I could, like. <laughs> wait till they're stale. I know. They need to be more, more rock-like. Um, so, on March 12th, odds on Bovada, who I don't know they are, as reported on oddshark.com, had Trump at a plus 200. Now, I don't know what that means. Shuey, maybe you do. It's a money line on a plus 200 for Trump. That number was the best compared to others. So Sanders and Kamala Harris are a plus 600. So I'll give you an idea. So the plus 200, the lower the number, the better your odds right. of winning. Um, there was another... Go. That just, he's, le- he's less than even money, but not by a whole lot. Anymore. Well... Oh, he's less than even money, but not that far off. The... Um, Another way to look at it, I looked at, at betonline.com or .ag, and they've got Trump at three to two, oh my Kamala Harris at eight to one, Beto ten to one, Biden twelve to one, Sanders fourteen to one. Uh, so in in odds that I understand a little bit better, yeah. Trump is still favored. What? How is that possible? Like, well, well part of I that is that the it. Democrats have not put up uh, either a viable candidate. Some will disagree, whatever. Or a, a candidate with a name. Okay, get that. So that's part of it right there. Well, that, uh, But I think most of these odds, and including the information you sent to me, Spike, was that it really comes down to the economy. Mm. And that when you look at what is considered a historically strong economy, incumbent presidents win. And, and that's where this is all based on. Every article that I looked at that leans towards Trump just saying it's the economy. Now, I could look at the economy and say, what measurements, by what measurements are mm. the economy strong? Because the economy is not strong for everybody. Right. The economy is strong for corporations. I was say for the rich people, maybe. Um, you, you know, unemployment's low. But, you know, it, it was low at the end of Obama. Yeah, and unemployment's also low because a lot of people are just permanently out of the job market at this point. There's underemployment, and yeah. it's, you know, yes. the different factors in that. Uh, you know, there's lots of people taking jobs that aren't paying living wages. Mm-hmm. You know, how much of the filled employment are uh, rideshare jobs, for instance? You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, but, you know, people taking two and three jobs just so they can pay their rent. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that's really meaning that the economy is, is healthy. And the fact they're just going on that, too, you know? It's like they're just going on the economy to make this huge, like... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Certainly it, it feels harder to make a living now mm-hmm. than it did 10 years ago. Oh, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or certainly 20 years ago. 20 years ago, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, there's a lot more jobs available. There's a lot more jobs available in the last five years than it has six, seven, eight years ago. And I'm not saying they're good-paying jobs, but there's definitely jobs out there. Yeah, I, certainly the the economy. Um, you know, I say it's it feels harder to make a living, but the economy, as a small business owner, the economy feels much stronger. Um, we're doing well. Um, you know what you just said, though, Shuey. Just it, it always reminds me of of people who say, uh, you know, no matter who's the president, if if things weren't good and things start to turn, they say, see, he's been in there for a year and a half and already the economy's mm. doing gangbusters. It's like, no, it, it, it 
Think of it longer. in terms of an oil tanker. It yeah. takes a Much lot more time that. for the ship to yeah. yep. get up to speed or stop. And, and, and right. now are we starting to realize that in the era of, you know, Trumponomics or whatever, because you're, you know, you see the downgrading of the GDP forecast. Hmm. You see the softening of, um, you know, other indicators that say, hey, you know, m- certainly maybe. the well, the debt crisis the, the, is, is terrifying. Well, everything's slipping. Look at, I mean, the unemployment numbers alone. Last year of Obama was a f- a four percent change mm-hmm. in the unemployment numbers. Mm-hmm. He gets zero credit this, for that. This year, well, he yeah, Trump gets zero credit for that. But this year under Trump, it was 0.4. So I mean, there was. A ten times greater just change. Yep. So the whole thing is just grinding to a halt. It's so hard for people to understand that the numbers you just gave are a ten times change. Yeah. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, inherently, it's hard though. It's hard to discuss about what's happening currently because it, you, all you can do as the president is sow the seeds that are going to later right. on come out and actually do something. Like every change mm-hmm. that you make at any at any point, like how much of that was was the infrastructure and all of the stuff that Obama put yeah, into place of it. that then Trump got you know that Trump then gets gets yeah. credit for right. mm-hmm. how much of oh, to to the same fact how much uh, of anything that happened during Obama's administration was was from the sowed seeds of what happened during the the W administration right. Right. and so it, and and so it's hard it's hard to really talk intelligently for me at least about what is actually the the cause of the person who's doing it because cause and effect right because timing if, is so hard if everything tanks right now <laughs> if everything tanks if everything tanks two years from now but right when we hire somebody else it's like they've only been in office for six months but who's everybody gonna blame yeah well a, a great example and and bring it back to our home state michigan and automotive you know, o- o- Obama, and to a certain extent, Bush, put into places to bail out the automotive companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're really starting to finally see the positive results of that. Mm. The U.S. automakers are doing much better. Mm-hmm. They're trying to bring back some manufacturing. Well, it's really certainly numbers. helpful that they finally decided to design cars that people want, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that. Let's keep it positive. Okay. Yeah, there's that. But, which, which one is Chrysler that? Slam. <laughs> but, but, You're right. It you takes know, time for the seeds to grow. But that took place in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. you, you know, in 2010, and there were a lot of people against it, right? I mean, anyone that... Didn't like Obama, didn't want him to do that, even though it was really started by Bush. And and now you have the automotive makers really, you know, starting to um, to get past that. And it's taken eight to ten years to mm. do it. And then Trump wants to step in and take credit for it. Right, right. You know? Right. Yeah, well, and that's what happens. Though. But that's what happens with every president. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it does. Sure. It, 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 it's, it's, it, up to, it's, it's up to an, us to, to make those discernments. Well, then right. there's, the, there's the rub. how how do we get the american people to recognize that shit doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. that sound bites are bad and policy is way more in-depth and has much more texture to it How, how how do you shift the thinking of americans to get them to understand that all of this shit is way more complex than any of them want to believe it is I, I was reading an article Education. unrelated. Huh? Education. Educate them. Yeah. I was reading an article unrelated uh, article. It's actually about podcast, but and they talked about the cons, the the methods of the grifter, and the grifter likes to take 
complex problems and give them simple solutions. Sure. And then, therefore, you're playing to that lowest common denominator. Con Congress. Uh, <laughs> ah, I like it. And 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 that's how that's that's how you dupe the American public. Is you you say you look at immigration's a problem. We build a wall. Yeah. You well, know, forget about all of the other issues. No, no, walls, walls, right? Castle walls, all, all walls work. Look at how well uh, they do keeping drugs out of prisons. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's just too uh, literal. I, th- I don't know that that's, I don't know that that's specific to, I think it's in human nature, though. I think there's something in human nature that when things Looking get, for the simple solution? Looking for the simple solution, but also there's something to do with instant gratification, and that's been well, that, going on for that's, forever. That's, and, and that's scientific fact, what yeah. you just said. Yeah, people, fact people want to, <laughs> people want to d- get the most bang for their buck with the least amount of mm-hmm. effort. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Since, yeah. The, since the dawn of time. So Absolutely. It, it then, it then, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it, it's, it's, it's a problem with just like the, how do we get the American public to, I, I think that it's a, it's, it's something that goes beyond that. It's human instinct to, to want us the simple solution and say, Eureka, there it is. You know, I agree. All I'm saying when I say that is how do we get past that simple instinct and get people to begin right. to understand that these things are more complex? It's like I think so, Otto so said it best. The, I mean, it, it, it's education. It's education, mm. except that we and keep that's a long, dumbing that's down a, education. That's a long-term fix, too. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like the three of us, we work in voiceover, mm-hmm. and we all coach voiceover talent, and we're always telling... That's why they sound so good. We always tell what them... What do you mean? Voice I don't talent, understand. Or the, the, the voice talent <laughs> wannabes that, that it's work. Right, because so mm. many people go, "Oh, I can be a voice talent." People I tell have me a good I voice. voice. Yeah. <laughs> this will be a really easy way mm-hmm. to make money. Quick in my money, piece of cake. Right. Yeah, but but you have to constantly explain to them. No, it's it's a business. Yeah, you it's just run ed- it like educating them. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, you know, that my point was going to be that most people will go eighty, maybe ninety percent of the way, yeah. and then stop. Hmm. And the people who succeed are the ones that. Go that extra ten to twenty percent, not counting white privilege. Well, because people, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but people want that instant in voiceover. Uh, there ain't none. Mm-hmm. I'm benefiting off of sounding like a white person, like a hundred percent. But um, yeah, but you, it, it's just my but you're mukalele. You're mukalele, man. Whenever, whenever I have a chance, I'm gonna throw out some progressive tropes. That's all. Uh, There's a my favorites. Uh, uh, but uh, Spike, you you were making the point earlier about whether or not Trump can win, and you were talking about well, the Democrats blow it. Oh, totally, right? I mean, that's a big factor. In this yeah. Case. So I kind of broke this down into a couple different, you know, mm-hmm. kind of categories where there's the historical numbers that say Trump should win, strong economy, we're at peace, all those kinds of things. There are the Trump factors, like he rallies his base mm-hmm. with immigration. Um, you know, it also it seems like uh, um, uh, uh, right to life is is, is going to be a big thing for them this year, right? So they they they're good at rallying their base. But one of the one of the aspects is, and, and certainly what come into play is whether or not the Democrats can can beat Trump or not. Is what mistakes do they make? And you know, last last election, there was a huge miscalculation there. Not only a huge miscalculation, but a bunch of cheating on their part. You know, I don't know that cheating made that cheating, much of a difference. I, I, was oh, saying, I was saying before the primaries, if Hillary's the Democratic candidate, it won't matter who the Republicans put up. He's going to win. 
whoever it is, and look what we ended up with. You know, I remember, and, I, and this plays in my mind all the time, I was corresponding with our friend in Thailand, Dino, and at some point, I think it was after Trump won the nomination, but he just, he, he, he said to me, there's no way Trump can win. There's not enough angry white guys in America to vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he Just just so all the listeners understand, he doesn't live in the states and <laughs> yeah. hasn't since the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> what a paradise he must be living. I know. <laughs> wow. Do you angry, think angry people? No way. Do you think? Do you think that the the Democrats? are doing a good enough job to bring back that angry white guy, to, to bring back the blue-collar, you know, middle-class guy. I, I and, haven't and, seen and, them and do anything. That's a voter they own. They used to own that voter. I haven't seen them we do anything. We were all anything. raised with that voter, right? right oh, Shui? there it goes. Oh, I, hear it in Ro- I hear it in Roseville all the time that white guys my age, our population in Roseville are totally disappointed in the Democratic Party, and they're not happy at all. Yeah, is that is that? I mean, the formula really is rallying. The I, base, well, right? I understand why they're they're unhappy with the Democratic Party, right? I, it failed I, them, they say. Right, mm. but what I don't understand is what they think they're getting out of the other party, and I don't mean this statement as a pro Republican or pro Democratic statement. Personally, I don't think either party is doing anything for the common man in the U.S., right? I, I think the no, Democrats think both are fading. doing Miserable. so much focus on people at the bottom that they're forgetting about the people middle in the, the middle. middle. Yep. And the Republicans mm-hmm. focus so much on the people at the top that they, you know, <laughs> yeah. if anybody should be angry, uh, it's it's those of us in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. But the middle is what was angry. That's that that that's what elected Trump. But one some, sells some, it better. One sells it better. I mean, to speak in voiceover terms, you have to know who your audience That's is, right? right? Yeah. That's the most important thing because then you know who you can rely on and, and, and the message that you're trying to send. And to me right now, just from a pure marketing standpoint, it seems like the Democrats don't know who their audience is. Right. And it well, felt like with Hillary, yeah. they overreached. Well, they they, they don't yeah. have a coherent message. Well, that, right. that's always been their problem because they're such a diverse group. Right, the Republicans they march in lockstep, right? and they rally mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. That here 37%. is here are the talking points yeah. for today, and and if you turn on the the news shows on Sunday, every it's Republican everywhere. on every single yeah. one of the news shows has the same talking mm-hmm. points. Democrats do not get behind. So, that are, are you saying a big tent is a detriment? I'm I'm saying a clown car is a detriment. They just uh, everybody's speaking over each other, against each other. I haven't seen that yet. That is my big concern going into the primary season: is how they attack one another. Mm. Uh, right now, they're they're. I think they're all saying the right thing. We're going to talk about our nuanced differences in policy and not go after each other personally, because, I mean, that's, that's what, what it ends when up. We look happening. at why Trump was elected. There's so many reasons, but one well, of those was was the was the was the Bernie Hillary divide. Right? I think that that's a humongous reason. I yeah, think that yeah. I think that mm-hmm. people will are willing to forgive a lot of things, but if you try to pull one over on people, they will not forgive you. Like if you like that was the whole Clinton thing, right? Mm-hmm. If he had come out right at the forefront and said, "Look, I did this mistake. I'm sorry, guys." I think it would have been a lot less impactful than the fact that he lied and then got caught, and then all of that came out later, right? He still became very popular afterwards. He did. And this is one of my worries about what's happening with Trump. The Mueller report was dropped this week. Not much we've heard about it yet. But if it doesn't really tarnish him, does it add to it? Does it help him if Mm. it doesn't hurt him? 
I think it does too, especially yeah. again for those middle voters, whatever that. But well, it's like that whole thing. I mean, news, whether good or bad, is news, right? And that's what he kind of plays on a little bit, from what I've seen. Yes, you know. You yeah. know what I would do if I was the DNCs? I would I would come out and I would I, I would do Bernie, and say, Hey, we messed up. This is the election that it should have been, and try and get all of the people that had been behind him. And all of the momentum that he had had in the last one, like, like it, because it's, mm. it's, it got killed. I don't know. But if you come forward and say, you know what I mean, but and that's, but, that, but, but this cannot be a coronation. I, I that think was, a big, that, a big problem that was with problem. that is uh, personally what I think is a big problem with the Democratic Party is they're putting up candidates who, to their what base they have, which is mainly right progressive millennials and you know people in those age groups. They keep putting up people who are really fucking old, mm-hmm. and and they're you know well, well wait, 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 wait. no 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 Biden and Bernie old yeah very right? old Kamala Harris not old but not old well I'm I'm talking about uh, you know, in the past know, I'm saying Warren's that not old no 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 back up dude I said mm-hmm. what they have been doing is putting yeah. up people yeah. who are right. too old and I get it but I mean if you if you look at the if you look at the audience I mean old. the audience yes, for was. The That's audience true. for Bernie was huge among young people. Like That's his, true. The yeah. Twitter, yeah. yeah, they liked Twitter, him. The, oh, the, the Twitter virality mm-hmm. of Bernie Sanders was immense. Mm-hmm. But I think in this election, he's, he's too far gone. He might be. The, only, the, the prayer would be if, if, if they could actually come out and say, look, we messed up. Because I think that, that's, I think that the honesty always wins. I don't think you can you can run a coronation of a candidate. That's just handing really, fodder really to the other side. I'm looking forward to the Democratic primaries because uh, maybe I'm jaded, but I, I see a really nice list of candidates, and I'm willing to let the cream rise to the crop. Mm. Put them out yeah, in front yeah. of people, let their messages be told, and let's see. There's, there's really nobody in that field that really worries me. I'm, I'm no, more worried about the process. Solid. Uh, yeah. of, of, yeah. of, 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 I've so far, I've listened to... Uh, going to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory like they did last time. It's because a, if if Hillary had picked Bernie as her as her VP, she would have walked away with that election. It, every every election, I think, in the last twenty five years, whatever thirty years, has been so unique. It's hard to look back mm. at the last one and say this is what happened last time. Yeah. That's what's going to happen this time. I maybe you could in the early nineteen hundreds, you know. But but ever since demographic shifts, it has it's you know you you look at popular vote right i mean gore would have been president had it not been for the supreme court and so do you throw that election out or do you say bush won because of these indicators Mm -hmm. it's really easy to kind of go back and hindsight that and say oh no the economy was great and that's why bush won well let's not forget the the supreme court handed him that election so it's really hard i think to say historically this is what's going to happen that's why and again maybe it's just hopeful thinking on my part the historical numbers that say strong economy, at peace, incumbent presidents wait, wait, always yeah, win. Yeah, by the way, that I'm, I'm hoping that is not true. Sorry, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, exactly. Why are we saying at peace? I know. I'm not this thinking year, this is not This year, not end of 2019, oh. for the, wait, let me finish. I'll, for, I'll qualify. I'll qualify. End of 2019, kids born to parents who fought in Afghanistan after 9-11 are old enough to fight in Afghanistan. That's a sobering motherfucking statistic. Mm, No, it it, it is. And and we're not at peace. And we're not at peace in in many places. What what he gets credit for is not being held to those wars, those conflicts. 
So, oh so, he, so he's looked at as a peaceful president because he is not, you know, he, he, doesn't who, he wasn't who, in power. writing that or, or giving that talking point is, is full ridiculous. of shit. ridiculous. Uh, well, it, it was in Politico. <laughs> They're full of shit. And, and, yeah, uh, and, they and are. it was the other article you sent me. What was I that? don't remember. Uh, was it Forbes? Forbes, yeah. yeah. Oh, just because I wasn't in power when these wars started yeah, just, just means that, that I'm like, as absolute Just because I sent you the article doesn't mean I agree with that. No, 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 no. I was just saying, but, but that's how they defined peace. God, that's so messed up. It's it's yeah, yeah. ridiculous. See, that I, I don't know now, why, I, why I, you're so I, untouchable. I think there, there is the elephant in the room uh, when it comes to this election, and uh, I still think it's the main, the key, and that is the Electoral College. Mm. Like, we could talk all we want about, you know, the blue collar, the angry white man, women, whoever, you know, they're, they're drifting from Trump. It still comes down to, what, four states? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's... And, and that and, and, blows and again, my that's mind. Why I think things are always different from every election because now all of a sudden it's all about the Electoral College. And why, well, and why is that, well, though? The, why is it coming to yeah, that? Here's I don't my question my... about the Electoral College is... Is if if it benefits the Democrats, the Republicans say we got to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, and, then and if, if it benefits the Republicans, Republicans, the Democrats say we. But we never get rid of it. Well, there is movement. There I, is, I have the, several states have yes. signed on that they're mm-hmm. going by the popular what vote. Is it, five good, or six good. Left? It's, they have to get the two seventy. If they, if, if they get the two seventy, it's over. Yeah, yeah, and it's done. Yeah, yeah. And Trump would have lost his ass. Oh, he would. Just he wouldn't. Saying. Yeah. yeah. Without well, the I think the question yeah. this election isn't whether or not Trump can win. I think it's whether or not the Democrats can lose. Because if, if, his, if, his if, support isn't going to shift. If, if, if it turns out I, that he's reelected, that's, that's going to mm-hmm. be the overall narrative right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to pick up voters. No, no he's not going to pick up any new ones. That's he's got what he's got, and that's not going to change. I'm worried about the Mueller report adding a few voters. Really? People that are not politically minded. People aren't thinking about the, those people that aren't thinking about that every day, whether they're independent or whatever they want to call themselves, they might say, I'm going to go again. Well, but to me, they voted, they likely voted for him the last time, yeah. and they've stepped mm-hmm. off the bandwagon in between. I'm hopeful. I'm hoping he's lost a lot of voters. Disproving a negative isn't the same as proving a positive. True. I just, I, yeah. I, just, I just don't understand the, the lack of um, decorum, right? Mm-hmm. Win or lose, support the president or not, in the past, with the possible exception of Andrew Jackson, Americans have been able to point to the president and say to their child, I don't agree with him, but he's an honorable right. man. Right. Yeah. We can't yeah. do that now. I've, even, I've talked to lots of Trump people mm-hmm. who even agree with that statement. Yeah. I know and a couple myself. say, I don't care. Yeah. 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 And that's a big, you know. Oh, a friend of mine uh, who lives in Michigan posted up uh, a bullshit Russian troll farm meme about how Janine Pirro yeah. was getting railroaded. Uh, and I, I went on his Facebook page and I, I just wrote, hey, man, if she's a propaganda mouthpiece for the right. Just like there are propaganda mouthpieces for the left. If you believe. But those guys tell the truth. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you believe a propaganda mouthpiece from either side no, yeah. and use it to vilify the other side, guess what? You're the problem. You're yeah. the problem. You're no, you're not part of the problem. You are, you the, problem. are the, problem. Right. the problem. The problem is a collective. So. It's like I, I always call out my progressive friends who post bullshit articles from Think Progress and Daily Cause because 
good God, Fox News is more believable than those right. sites. Right. You can only call them out if you can call out specifics. You, you can't call out blanket articles just because of their source. Oh, I can because the no, source is too no. far to the left. No, you're wrong. No, you, you point out what's wrong. When, when, I, when, I, when I post things from progressive sites, I'm totally open to criticism about it. That's why I put it out there. But just don't say, I'm posting, not going to believe it because it's post, Daily Coast. No, no, I'm not saying don't believe it. Well, I'm saying, again, going back to what Both we were saying. <laughs> Going back to what we were saying about having an understanding that things are more complex, mm-hmm. if, you be- if you support a propaganda site, you are the problem. I don't care if they're progressive or not if, if, telling if, if, the truth or okay, not. If they are a propaganda mouthpiece. Okay, so mm. here, let's, let's, let's get into the semantics of propaganda. Can propaganda be honest? Of course it can. Okay. I, I, I don't – facts and, and honest assessment – no, nope. in this climate, in this climate, to me, propaganda should be pushed out of the way. Uh, then I, I, that's impossible. I know it's impossible. It's completely impossible. But, no, but it's not impossible for us as responsible voters to ignore propaganda sites. Okay. That's totally well, yeah, because you're just fueling no, it. No. The more but, you but, 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 but but use them, propaganda read them. site is very, very broad. It's extremely broad. Well, and that's I'm okay thing. with that. But I'm I think totally that's okay with that. I think you push out real reporting. I think you push out. But 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 it, it doesn't matter what side you get that propaganda from. These sites, you know, I'm I feel like I'm probably being generous if I if I say that they write two honest articles for every ten articles they write. Mm. No, see I, that again. You would have to show me data on that. That's the way I, 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 I can. Again, I just, that. I just think Americans yeah, right. should start avoiding the propaganda sites. Just avoid them. Stay away yeah, from them. No, I, I agree with you. Know that one hundred percent. What I, it's difficult to right. We, we, but we the, really, the but, biggest, but the definition of propaganda site is where we're going to differ. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. What is? That's a, it's that a, propaganda a propaganda site, site. right? Yeah. Like, like myself. How do you know? Like I don't even know. Daily cause propaganda. Faux news, propaganda. It is. No. It's so. Propaganda. So how do you know? Like somebody like me, who I don't, I'm not um, deeply into to politics, U.S. politics. There's actually right? a really nice. Like, how do you know? Somebody put together that just said left or right. Right. And and so Reuters down the middle. Reuters down the middle. AP down the middle. But you're still relying on that person to tell you it's a propaganda site. Who do they know? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> It's actually based on data from researching the articles that right, they write. Right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't know. It's really like, interesting because, to me, because it it caused me to, I was already using Reuters mainly, but it caused me to move Reuters front and center in my news feed. And what I've discovered over the months since I read that is that... Um, you know, Fox News or Breitbart will be mm-hmm. reporting something, and Daily Cause or uh, Think Progress will be <laughs> reporting something, and it won't show up in Reuters until a day later, because they're waiting. They want to see. They want to see. see. Yeah. Exactly. Like the 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 whole fiasco with the kid on the mall yes. and the oh, coming, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming That shit did not show yeah. up in Reuters until they till till what right. was really going down showed what you know was figured out. Yeah. So that's what it would be for me. Is like, how do I know? What are the propaganda sites? Because I don't actually know. T- right. Yeah. I was, oh, yeah, I was, check with me. Check, check with Spike. He will know. <laughs> I, I, I am a local politician, and I, I do try to ignore most propaganda because I, I stick to what I... Local politician? Oh, City Councilman Roseville? 
Roseville, Michigan. Correct. Yeah. I and, would. And, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But if I'm saying in the national stuff, I try to stay out of it because I stay mm. local. I, I for do me, too. it's too difficult. To, you know, it used to be sure. all politics were local. Yeah. I don't think that's true anymore. I, I don't think that's true at national all. Yeah. Now. I agree. It's really hard for you to stay out of the national I, stuff. I just, isn't I'm it? more of a conservative progressive, and it's it's difficult because I, I also try to. <laughs> he's he's on campaign. I, I'm campaigning. He's a I conservative progressive. I can't please everybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, there's that. Like progressive conservative. <laughs> God, we, we no. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I could. Yeah, I know. I'm only taking sips. <laughs> but this international yeah. stuff is. I mean, you can't win and. It's so polarized either way, in my opinion, when you're yeah. national. It, it really, it's, it's become too polarized. Like, like, just the simple fact that my friend would say, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, dude, y- you need to care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, I, it's because it's you're not, getting some court appointments. That's not a good enough reason not to care. Yeah. So, so, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm what I would refer to as a middle of the road person in politics a moderate i tend to lean left on social issues progressive <laughs> is that what they call it now well, that's what yeah. she oh, just okay. called yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I missed yeah. that okay. conservative progressive but, but, so Absolutely. so i have a friend in the dc area who uh he and i are very uh aligned politically um but he's he leans more conservative than i do and so we both chimed in on this guy's facebook page and he let him have it from you know the standpoint of being more conservative minded and and the again the point was just that well you should care and mm. he he just he doesn't care right you know what was right. very what exciting for me what are we going to do with people like that cuz we got them on the left well, too well I, I tell you what yeah. the only people that have to care are the people in five states <laughs> yeah right fair enough i'll tell you a funny story about caring so i became an american citizen on Independence Day, which was really funny. Congratulations. Why? How long ago? I Why? know. How long ago? <laughs> Five, six years ago? Four. Four. You, no. kept, you anyway, kept your Welshie passport. Though, I did. Right? Good, I did keep my passport. But I was very, very excited that I got the chance to vote. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. And to me, I actually fought with Paul for a little bit because I'm like, no, I really want to vote. Even though, like, the first time I could vote was the, the election with Trump. So I felt like I felt like I'd been really cheated. Like I really felt like I'd been cheated. God damn it. Yeah. Really? Sucks when you finally turned 21. So, you like, so it's your fault. It's totally my fault. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> Thank Here's, you. Here is something that I don't think is being addressed enough in conversations like this, which is that you said you said that uh uh there was a time there was a time when you could look at somebody and you could say I don't agree I didn't vote for this person but I, I and I don't maybe don't agree with them but you know, well, on well, policy, but, on yeah. policy but he's an honorable man but he's an honorable man and 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 you have a uh, a sliver of belief that there's that that person's still going to work on behalf of the country. Well, right. just they you could have, have the to, best interests of the country even in if mind. You don't well, agree, no, it's not even that. It's there. the fact that you could talk to somebody and they wouldn't defriend you or they wouldn't right. get I, but crazy. That's exactly, that's exactly it. I wonder how much of, of not just politics but the world at large has changed mm. because of the internet. And the way that we communicate there's on tons the of stuff on that. We've yes, gotten yes. more tribal. Yes, right. because of social media. Yes, we have on on paper, but I think that if we I think that if we sat down with most people, then we could have a conversation like this. Mm. And yeah. we don't take yeah. that into consideration very often. I think that it's I think that it's a mirage of tribalness. Mm. I, I yeah. think, I think- so, so I think um, what we all need to do um, is uh, 
Drink more beer. All our social media accounts, except for Potoms Up. <laughs> I agree. And drink more beer. Yeah. And if you need any audio work done, then dog go and to pony. Dog and pony, <laughs> for sure. Done with the computers. But uh, but the internet is, is is such a it's such a powerful thing that that has affected us in so many ways. But it's like it, it's well, and it's and and social media like, like Facebook, they they actually have intentional algorithms that drive you Mm -hmm. into a tribe and away from people who think differently than you. Right. Exactly. So whereas before, everything... And so so you have to take the good with the bad, right? Which is that now we have so much information. We have so much information and so many things that we didn't have before, whereas before you were only fed the information from the media. And if the media was getting paid off by people... At that time, the media was the local news. Right, that was it. That was real news. And everybody was saying the exact same thing, whether it was true or not. You could get away with so many different things. <laughs> right. You know now exactly you can't. What I'm now, now you can't because it's you know, on the it, it, I, 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 I got to think about that. I for equate a it to a, an argument I have with uh, people of a similar age to me and music. Old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old phobia. 54 to be exact. Thanks Classic for the breakdown. Music. Classic. Yeah. No, so, so you, you know, you'll, you'll be perusing social media and someone in your age group will post up some bullshit thing about uh, uh, all the music, music today sucks Rubbish. music in my day was good yes. and and i always say the same thing to them i'm like y- you're like the old get off my lawn guy right because it's, a, it's because every generation right but now with the internet there is more better music available than ever but to your point about getting your media or getting music or whatever you have to work for it right. and that goes back to my point earlier about how People will go eighty or ninety percent of the way, and then uh, fail. If you want to find out the real stories. You have it to look for work. it. It takes work and research. Yeah, so and I if totally you read something that. and it uh, it ticks every box in your head about how the other side is bad, that should be a red flag to uh-huh, go research straight that away. shit. Yeah, I've got one question. This is coming from somebody who obviously isn't from here originally and I'm not involved in politics that much so kind of on the outside looking in because I get a lot from the UK on their perception of Let's our president oh god don't <laughs> I will kill you article 15 like let's do it um, is that how a lot of people especially on the other side of the pond and it goes for me as well is with the constitution with everything in place how is this president so untouchable some of the stuff that I hear all I, the time. I, I tell you what, to me, what, how is that possible? It, it, it is, I, it I is don't get it. It is it's absolutely eye opening to see what he is able to do and get away with. Right. And it exposes the flaws in the system where we have relied on people of good faith to execute. You know, it's scary, but fascinating. We're talking to you, time. Mitch McConnell. And, 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 and now all of a sudden, you know, we're all one learning of, the hard way. Yes, we are learning these, the hard way. These cherished truths and. The way yep. things are in our government aren't there aren't laws there aren't rules there aren't precedents it's honor system it's how everybody there's a lot of it in there and that's you know, a one scary of the thing that really ticks me off looking back is how much Obama didn't do mm. like if the president had this much fucking power why didn't Obama well, just go think, crazy I don't but, think he has got power his, his phone and his pen and the whole world freaked out and see mm. but now we're in a tumultuous time because now we have the access to the truth in a way that we never did before yeah let's mm. go right yeah. but then with that comes tumultuous Come times of yeah, figuring yeah. out how yeah, to absolutely. process all of that absolutely and, we, and we're not giving enough credit to that and we're saying yeah. the world's over we're done everything's over World War 3 no. bang in a hundred years people are going to look back and, and look at this time period from like 
the somewhere in the mid '90s through now into the next probably decade or so as the second Renaissance period. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. for, sure. for sure. For sure, it's, it's fascinating. It is absolutely amazing. Well, before to be we get alive to the right second now. Renaissance, let's get to the second beer. beer. Let's get to the second right. beer. <laughs> and I just want to say one thing. I think Trump went into office and I think he stamped his little foot and got really, really mad. He's like, damn it, I thought I was going to have all this power. And actually, he hasn't got that much power at all. Well, and I think uh, he's pissed off that he hasn't I, got I, as much power as he thought he, he was going to have. He uses as much as he can. Right. We're going to hit the pause button, take a potty break, uh, and then we'll be back to open up the next beer yeah. and get back into this. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Right, thanks. Nice stop. We're rolling. We're live. It's Pottoms Up. We're in Las Vegas. Where are you? Part two. Uh, before we do get to the next beer, uh, real quick around the room, although we did lose a few of our participants, uh, Shell and Otto had to, uh, had to, had to leave, uh, but um, our rating system for beers is for me, not for me, and meh. We never like to disparage a beer. We don't say it's bad, you know? Okay. So, uh, Spike, for you or not for you on the revision? Totally for me. Uh, Brent? Not for me. Not um, uh, yeah. for me. For, we got, we got a for me. A for me. Big wave, also known as second serve now. Second serve. <laughs> uh, goes uh, for me. Shuey? For me. And you know, yeah. I'm going to go for me on this one too. Because... I just also like to point out, sorry to interrupt, that Shelly, Shells, is not a beer drinker. And you, you put her in the for me. And category. she was definitely a for me. Yeah. 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 Um, and. I think it holds true with what I learned about double IPAs because they're not too hoppy, and I've always stayed away from them thinking the extra hops, but very drinkable beer. So is it like a hop phase cancellation? I believe so. <laughs> phase. Had to slip that in. We're at a recording okay, studio. Okay, so what do we got here in our in our second offering? Please explain the the uh, name of the brewery because I learned something new today about gaming nomenclature yes so being in vegas when we uh picked out this uh we were picking out our beers i saw one called bad beat and i thought nothing yeah. more vegas than bad beat and and spike didn't know what bad beat was and it's it normally applies to poker but it can apply to sports betting as well mm-hmm. when you think you have it won and all of a sudden you have lost so you you thought you had the nuts or your team was up by 20, and next thing you know, you know, crazy three-point shot at the end of the game, half court, you get the bad beat. So it's a very and, and Vegas beer. Funny enough, there's a picture on the can of a guy holding his head in horror while wow. someone else drags a giant pot of winnings towards themselves That's that right. include car keys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he thought he had the nuts, and then, which is more nomenclature. So, so the question is, is that, um, uh, what's his name from Star Wars? Uh, uh, Jar Jar Binks. No, the black guy. Oh, 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 man. Um, from the most recent Star Wars. Okay. Well, yeah. From Solo. From Solo, oh, or but originally, what oh, was Calrissian. Lando Calrissian. Is that Lando Calrissian, and are those keys to the Millennium <laughs> yes, Falcon? Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's a bad beat, right? Bad beat. So anyway, uh, we, it's also a Hefeweizen, which uh, we'll go back and check the records, but I don't think we have done a wheat beer yet on, on Pottoms Up. We've done over 40 beers. Um, and we just like to say that, uh, Bubby, it's good you're not here, because right at the top of the can it says wheat, aromatic, fruity, clove and, and we know how clove. much you hate cloves well you know what there's a lot going on here so 
uh, before we, I mean, we can open them up and start pouring them and then talk while we're doing that. But um, it says two row Munich wheat, spalt select, German half, fruity, clove, aromatic. I mean, there's like a pour, ton of like weird, just random uh, words what, thrown there, on. There is a way to pour this too, right on the can. Pour oh. three quarters of the beer like a boss. Uh, oh, you want some head is what it's saying. And then it says, agitate yeah, all the that. important stuff at the bottom, top hey, that beer off, hands. and enjoy. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm the instructions, then. It's, so, the, so it's got some uh, of the wheat stuff that yeah, settles. Uh, but it does give you a little Which diagram. Which turns it into a hazy. Yeah. Hazy. Uh, and yeah. this beer oh, is... Oh, Otto would hate you. So, so Bad Beat Brewing in uh, it's, uh, Henderson. Henderson, uh, Nevada. So really interesting, um, I don't know if Bad Beat's part of this, but there's a little section down in Henderson called, uh, what is it, like Libation Alley or something like that. And there's a couple of different uh, breweries and um, a distillery, and, and you can wander around there and try all of these places out. Um, it's a, uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't put the uh, IBUs on there, which is... Uh, Typical because it's not going to be too bitter or hoppy, being a uh, hefeweizen, and it's a 5.1. All I can tell you is the grassy troll would be disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, right. 5.1 is a kiss your sister beer, maybe even a kiss your dog beer. So, Mm. yeah, you're gonna have to explain what that means to me. (laughs) Kiss your sister means like it's a tie, like you still got to kiss somebody, but it was your sister. I mean, I don't know what your sister is like, but. Right, I count that as a loss. In my <laughs> but, but take that, Tina. <laughs> but but, but that, that's where the that's where the, the phrase comes from. I think it goes back to you know who knows maybe like you know the turn of the century. Yeah, more people did that. But <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it just goes back to uh, the geogra- southern U.S. last <laughs> week. <laughs> I was about to say geographically too. <laughs> Um, All right. Let me see. I feel like I'm going to enjoy this. Let me take a let me take a little sip. What is the consensus so far, though? I like it. I'm a fan. I'm I'm kind of meh so far, but it's early. I'm kind of meh so far, but it's early hey. in the game. I'm a I'm a low content alcohol beer connoisseur, so I really like this. The flavor's kind of all over the place, but I'm enjoying this. I'm I've always been iffy about Bad Beats Hefeweizen. <clears throat> I'll say for me. I guess because I'm a hometown fanboy, but it's it's missing a little something. To me. There, uh, what I like about half of Ison's is the crispness, and this is very m- sort of malty to me. I like the citrus flavors in half of Ison's, and I think it's lacking that. It does come across as more malty. Yeah, um, I yeah. disagree with that. I think that it's trying to be too many things. It feels like. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to holding. me, it feels like a. It, to me, it feels like a. Uh, like a thirteen-year-old trying to like be cool and Kiss her like, to, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's getting weirder. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just it's it's just too Not many things at once, and yeah. it's trying. It's yeah. it's like they threw in so many different things that it because it, I it is citrusy to me. To me, it's very citrusy. It's very sour. At, at first, I thought it was, and I thought it was sort of slap me in the face citrus. But after a couple sips, it's kind of mellowed out. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still kind of leaning, and, but not it, for me. And it category. punches you in the face up front, yeah. and then gets sour, and then gets yeah. real like yeah. mellow. It's it's, it just, it's it's the lack of crispness. What I, what I like about a hefeweizen is on a hot day they're very refreshing. They're they're crisp and sharp. 
edged. And yeah. This one is very sort of round and mellow, if you will. I th- With all those, it would be interesting to see how this went if we tasted this one first, because the other one was so big and ballsy. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think the revision mm-hmm. was point. big and ballsy, and and had a lot of big flavors. And then we're going into this, and it's it's a little more subtle and muddy almost. And, and by the way, you are. Uh, I don't think we, we, had, had, we had. Well, I didn't get a name. Sorry. <laughs> I asked her earlier what her nickname was. I, I, Don Don. Don Don. Don Don. How about sunset. Thank you, Jean Baptiste Gaillet, for the nickname Don Don. Right, right. That's why I asked so, I, so that's what I'm thinking about this one. I think we did them. Had we done them in reverse, this one may be. It's it's always a challenge, and as we have have done now, like I said, about 40 beers, to um, not get caught up in the comparisons. You know, to taste a beer, have it stand on its own. You know, even on the rare occasion where we've done like two IPAs or, you know, two porters or something, it's like your tendency is to say, well, I like that one better, mm. you know. But we, we really try to be, um, you know, just kind of honest about that one beer and stay away. It's difficult, though. It's and, very and, difficult. Right. And I get that. But I think the first I, one I agree was with Don. I, so I think if you. It had yeah. a, so much going on in it. And then to yeah. go into this one, it's like, cool. I it's, it's it's yep. missing it. I don't want to say it's a comparison, but you. I we, think if we, we did them in reverse, we probably even even if we're trying to not be biased, I agree with her. I probably would like this more, but that revision. Liking it more though is different from from liking, liking it. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'd yeah. say that. I th- I think Agreed. that this is this is. Would you order it again? I would. Okay. Hometown fanboy. <laughs> Support the local. Yeah, well, absolutely. Always. And we've had this in our refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, many oh, times. Oh, oh, okay. Times. Because this was my choice, so I didn't know it that was, you, yeah. you, you. Yeah. You had had it. Mm-hmm. But we'll put an yeah. orange in it. You know, put a slice of orange that. in it, or okay. a mandarin, yep. or a tangerine is a really nice accompaniment to this to to give it that extra little piece of crisp citrusy. Now, are you thing. tagging the breweries when you post your podcast? I do. Okay. I absolutely cool. do. Yeah, I also think I'd like to spare if it's a little bit more chillier colder temperature to beer yeah sunny day um, nice yeah. crisp beer we blame the, that on we always blame, blame the, ultimate at the beach this style <laughs> of beer is um for me and my friends one of our choices on a beautiful blue domer spring mm-hmm. day on a ski slope out west okay. well this is probably why we haven't done a wheat at bottoms up because we're still in the middle of Michi- of, of winter michigan yes and uh so middle uh, I, I think you're still at the beginning. <laughs> uh, so we have tended towards the, the darker, heavier, more flavorful beers, which are nice during the colder, you know. Right, right. Um, you, you mean nine months of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> yes, enough of that. All right. Uh, but But there is something that... Nevada and Michigan now have in common. Ooh it, ooh it, ooh it, ooh it. <laughs> now you sound like you're at the game last night. What was that? What is that? Uh, you know like, what I'm talking about, Big yeah, Wave. What was you didn't notice noise? It. They sound like coyotes. People do that. Oh. So okay, what is coyotes just have calling, to do with anything? I don't know, know exactly. but they're just calling out. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was annoying. So for those who are wondering what's going on at the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights hockey game. During parts of the game, when it gets quiet, people in the crowd will, ow! <laughs> and then, know. 
and then it carries around the stadium. And I, I was thinking to myself, it sounds like coyotes. And then I overheard the yeah, game announcer like a, say something like about a, a coyote. Owie! There was like a, yeah. there was like some some high notes at the end of it. Uh-huh. Too. But have you coyotes have all these crazy <laughs> yips when they're out in the wild, uh, or I, in my backyard? I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a we desert thing. It's, it's a, a desert, desert thing. thing. Like okay. let's have, leave it at that. I, I have like zero it. problems with that. And you know what my biggest gripe with the Golden Knights is? I have one big one. Is it the lame ass Go Knights Go? Year? No. Oh, was it their defense that. last night? Because that was late. Their defense was bad <laughs> last night. Oh, I just man. threw you a softball. Oh. That low-hanging fruit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's not kidding. There are no, scoring, no scoring lights oh. at the Nets yeah. for the Knights. That's Weird. crazy. Think, at the Knights Nets. You would think it's say that that's three times fast. All the lights are outside in Vegas. So. That's what I told them. <laughs> 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 uh, you think, you think uh, the league would mandate the, so we're called the Las Vegas Golden yeah, Knights. So oh, here we go. We're here called we go. the Golden Knights. What is our a, a name they stole from the United States Army's parachute team, by the way. I'm fine with that. What is our mascot? We don't know. It is a lizard. It's a Gila monster, which is the uh, stupidest Gila. Gila monster. Okay, you have two, because you have the guy running around. You have the, the knight. Golden Knight. You have the Golden Why Knight. Why would you put And it? then you've got this yes. other, like, lizard. When I, T-Rex. So James and I, I James and I were having lunch Rock with a member of the Knights organization. Yeah. And we said, "What is that lizard thing?" And he said, "We don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I hate it. It's the. It's I the hate it too. Maybe it's just a fan dressed yeah. up. Just, no, he's part of the organization. They've made, no, no. They've made it's a, a thing. Well, I'm thinking maybe somebody just is no. doing it. Everyone else is thinking somebody else paid. No, it's for in that all the official done. spaces and oh, everything. It's the official mascot. But they didn't show him a lot. Like they showed the guy on the Knights, and they showed other things around the stadium. That's because people like in Las Vegas who love the Knights are going, "What, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it was a dragon, it would make sense. It would make more sense, but you know what would make the most sense? A golden knight. Yeah. <laughs> a golden knight. There, there is a golden knight. There is a golden knight. There is a golden knight. official mascot. I know. I, I know. A, I have a confusing. You don't go. You don't go to a to a Philadelphia Eagles game, and then there's also a snake crawling around. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's confusing. And well, it's if you've ever been to Philadelphia, there's like forty thousand of them at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. They're not snakes. They're yeah. danger noodles. <laughs> No probes. No probes. Red Wings fans and yeah. living in Detroit. I'm actually Wait. thankful they don't have a stupid fucking mascot. Yeah, that's because yeah. no one knows yes. what a Red Wing is. Uh, Why is your yeah, hockey you know team named is? after a shoe? I can tell you this: it's Red a tire wing. with a wing on it. A Red yes. Wing is something that has what seven Stanley Cups. There you go. Oh, oh, man, that, that is what a red wing is. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll tell you later how, how that all. Uh, okay. There's a thing? <laughs> yeah, there's a, yeah. yeah, there's a yeah. thing. Okay. The okay, but I want to get this back to, to yeah. what our discussion was. Was the other thing besides I think you hockey. wanted to talk about $69.8 million in year one. Was that what you wanted to talk about? Uh, well, that would not be the Michigan number. <laughs> We're not there yet, but that is the Nevada number of tax... Tax, tax revenue, revenue generated in the first year. by the sale of cannabis in your state. Wow. Recreational marijuana. Dun, 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 dun. And I, I am, I am, I'm here to say, as a resident of the state, who uh, rarely partook prior to the legalization, 
that I'm quite a fan. Okay, so this is a this is a big question because, I, you know, Washington was the first, Washington. one of the first, yep. right? And um, and Colorado. And Colorado was. was one, one and two, two I don't like know which. Synonymous, yeah. And and my sister lives in Seattle, and I I'd never really had considered her being uh, one that partook, right? Mm-hmm. Until it was legal. So, you know, does legegalization increase usage? I would say absolutely. Without question, that it kind yeah. of does, right? Yeah. Well, it removes and the it, stigma. Mm-hmm. Right. It removes the stigma, and then people get to try it. And this thing that's been demonized for so long, people actually get a chance to say. Oh, this is what I've been missing out on? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we have a ton of friends who we knew partook. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. We have friends who we knew partook, but we have a ton of friends who, just like us, have, you know, occasionally they would partake, but now they've jumped in. Now, the, the early data shows that it really is increasing usage. Now, how that's being measured and are people being honest and they're really going after the youth, saying it's about 21%. How do they been. measure that? So I, I probably survey data, right? And, yeah, and, and, right? and survey data is never reliable. <laughs> no, that, right, it, right. It, it never really You know, is. and going after the youth, I don't know. I've, we've been in the dispensary a couple of times. It's generally not it's, the youth. It's mm-hmm. Very rarely <laughs> is it young folks. I mean, it's a great, it's a great yeah. melting pot, and you would be surprised because – I would say that we were probably some of the youngest people Easily. in there. There may be like that is thirty five. That, that is so 30, culturally interesting to right? me. Right, thirty five to forty. Why? It's it's a cash business because the, it's not federally right. mandated yet, so that banks cannot can't can't take cannot the money. take yes. the money. So it's all a cash deal. Right? That's it's actually sparks a side business. Um, as an entrepreneur, I'm involved in a couple of projects where we are looking at marijuana businesses as investors because they need a place to put their cash right and so they're looking for investments yes yeah mm. and and so going back to the age range it's going to canada was, right now it was amazing it was like 35 to 80 yeah well yeah, in there easily. and and yeah. not necessarily all medical or medicinal marijuana the dispensary we went to they have medicinal medicinal marijuana users get taken care of first Mm-hmm. So you know, if there's a line, is it the same? So it's the same dispensaries in Nevada. I yeah. well, I go. There's one dispensary I go to that no, I've gone to. But they, but you can get medical or recreation. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. In, in fact, it's states, called the dispensary, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah states, shout out dispensary. Oh no, the source. Uh, the source. The source. Uh, Sahara and Rainbow. The, in other next states, to Chiba Hut, they're separate. So in like like in uh, uh, Washington, I believe they're separate. In California, I believe they're separate oh. dispensaries. Hmm. They're they're the same here, and they get first. Yeah, they should have, we, they we, have we, priority. You know, I went to Essence on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and the same thing. It was um, medical marijuana had one side, had a, a yep. counter, and it was recreational. <clears throat> and um, you know, I checked it out for the first time legally. It's legal in Michigan now as of December 6th. And um, I was impressed. It was um, very professional, clean. I'm up to the counter on the recreational side. No, they, they what were this, you expecting? Were you expecting it to yeah. be, look like a like a rundown McDonald's? <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, see, I live in Roseville, and I'm a politician there, and a lot of people think that rec- it's going to be the, really seedy. This is going to be like eight mile in Detroit, yeah. which is really seedy. So for me, it's you know, it was not it wasn't too descript. I mean, it was obviously a big green neon place, but it wasn't too bad. But I, I went in there and I was able to purchase a couple of chocolate treats, and um, it's it's really no different than going into a high end liquor store. But what Shuey's saying is interesting because the medical dispensaries in the Detroit area are in the seedy areas. Yes. So so hopefully recreational elevates that 
away from yeah. oh way right that was it medical in, in nevada before recreation it was yes, yes yep. absolutely. so so were the medical dispensaries kind of like eh? no no they, it, they the source was a medical yeah. dispensary okay. first so mm-hmm. so that's, and then, that, that's most the of the places just expanded that that now should do you know in in michigan will there be separate dispensaries or are or, or one and the same. What do you think is going to happen? Well, the problem in Michigan, it's it's so new. The legislature doesn't even know what they're doing yet, as far as basically they just they just passed a referendum to the people that said yes, we want recreational and no plan behind it. So the only thing now is it's legal to possess and smoke marijuana. You can have up to two and a half ounces on possession. I don't know if it's similar there. And now every single person that has money to fund it is going to try and get a license so that they can sell it in Michigan. And you're going to see a lot of places pop up because well, this is that, seg- that segues for me as a councilman. No, that's that's right on. Each city in, Detroit, right on in Michigan has the opportunity to opt in or opt out in the business aspect of it. Wow, that's powerful. If your city says yes, because then all and all the other cities around you say no, because you're going to be finding a lot more traffic to your and city. It's so you funny opt- you say that. That's what he and I were talking and about he, uh, on the if, way and down and here. My city- suggestion was jump on it mm-hmm. because if you're the first city to open up that business, you become a destination for people. Yeah. And we it's it's kind of like, right, like yeah. when, you, when you say hamburger, everybody thinks McDonald's. Yep. It's not the best hamburger, but they got there but first. they're one of the first. Yep. And, and I live in Roseville where half of us here, well, more than half of us know about Roseville pretty well here. It's a city in Michigan, obviously, where suburb. most of us grew up. But um, we're all set up for this. we got a downtown district. we got hotels. We have an industrial district that would thrive on grow facilities. We have a, a section on Kelly Road where it's um, medical offices. They're starting to be at 50% should we, should occupancy. We, should we, what you have are a lot of users. Well, <laughs> well, let's tax the income. Okay, the let's, income. Let's, well, well, so, so two out of three and, people and, voted and for it. was talking about, <laughs> You're right. A, how two out of three people voted for it, and they had, what did you say, 60-plus percent turnout in the vote. I don't remember. It was over 50%, though. And, uh, oh, what was my point going to be? Um. Oh, and they're talking about a tax increase to the residents of Roseville to pay for things. We're talking about a Henley override, the, which is very unpopular. Because the, the city needs Revenue. income. Yes. Yet, many of his fellow council members are on the fence or against this because they, they're still in the mindset of gateway drug. Yeah, that, that, that or, or pot it's gonna is bring bad. In, it's going to bring in yeah. Yeah, it's not so scrupulous people. Well, 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 I mean, to be fair, it's so not true. Those people are going to still be buying from somebody off the street. Right, That's they don't right. want to go in and hand weed. over their driver's license well, to, but, to but, do but the, my question, the buying. My, my, my question, Shui, is if you opt out, do you get less state revenue? You get zero state revenue if you opt out. Ah, see? You get so, 1% So the, the taxes go to the state, but you don't get a piece of it if your city opts out well, on not, dispensaries. Well, not directly. You get maybe some, we get revenue sharing from the state, but it's a Dude, small the amount of money, money you when, get. When two-thirds of the citizenry shows up, votes for it, and then the city council is thinking about going against it and doing a tax increase, every single one of those people is going to be out of a city council job in the next election. Yeah. 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 Think, think gun, not to sidetrack this, but yeah, go ahead. Think about, think about <laughs> lots of things. Simple, simple gun checks and whatever you want to right. call that. 90% of the populace wants it. And then nothing gets done. Politicians don't do anything. So that's on a macro level. Well, there's also, there's also a point that a lot of people that came out to vote for the, the recreational marijuana might not come out on a regular basis to vote as well. And also to, Support the rest of my council. They're all great people. They, <laughs> <laughs> they might listen to this. Spoken like a true politician. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I mean, our, our why are you winking our, at us? Our mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Cheers. <laughs> Bottoms up. Look, I, I, I truly believe that that you take a stand because you cannot be successful at anything in life if you are vanilla middle of the road. You, you, there will be haters. And supporters, but you've got to have fans and haters to be. To, that's when you know you're doing something right. Yeah. If if Roseville, <laughs> yay! If, if Roseville so confrontational, if Roseville <laughs> needs uh, money, and yeah. the state has just handed off this to forty percent yeah. of the people, you're yeah. not working well, hard. And enough. you're sitting on the best opportunity at the best time. Do you yeah. know how many people are coming from Roseville to Vegas? Buying weed here and then taking it back to Roseville, uh, not including city councilmen. You are the best example of this. Yeah, because we have a, we have a, a, a data point of one hundred percent. But John, to your point, again, going macro versus micro level, Roseville, like AOC, I don't know her whole name, but like yeah. AOC, the agitation she is causing, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that's absolutely. obviously she's she is pissing people off. Right. Pissing people she is off. pissing that's, people mm-hmm. off. That's a good thing. You, you have to. That uh, that's not my thing. That comes from uh, disruptors. I, I picked that up from guys like Tim Ferriss and and Joe Rogan saying it on their podcasts and talking to other disruptors about it. And it, it it's a it's absolutely true. It, you 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 have to generate a crowd of followers, and then you will end up with people who don't like you. But if you try to please everyone, you please no one. Agree. That's fair. Agree. Drink to yeah. that. I, I, I bottoms up. I learned uh, something. <laughs> I, am, for sure. I am. I am against bipartisanship. <laughs> no, I, in, in many so, ways I am. So bulldozer I, I, democracy. I, I cringe again. We're, we're we're sort of off on a tangent from the the topic right. of legalization, but yes. I, I cringe when 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 Beto starts Beto starts talking about you know being a uniter. You know, put your agenda down. Rally the base that's going to support the agenda, and then force it down the throat of those that didn't want to get on board. That's what that's, I want to see. I can give a crap about bipartisanship. Right. It it it's 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 fluffy stuff. It's just it's just fluffy. The minority is is the 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 the, the tail is definitely wagging the dog in this country. Yes. The minority is ruling yeah. because of the Senate, yeah. because of electoral college, because of gerrymandering. Right. And, it's and, and, and it's let's talk shit. about gerrymandering and and. And basically, uh, using that as a segue to uh, your legislature or Congress or, or whatever, yes. going against the will of the people, what happened to medical marijuana in Nevada? So when when it came up on the ballot in Nevada, we were told the money was going to education. Now, the Nevada General Assembly meets, I believe, four times a year. The very first session after medi- our uh, uh, recreational marijuana passed, the legislature moved the money from marijuana over to the general fund. From schools. From schools from, to the general fund. To the general fund. And mm-hmm. and this is in a state where the last data that I saw, the state was 51st in the nation. Now you say to yourself, as an intelligent bottoms up <laughs> listener, but John, there's only. 50 states. Yes, we were behind Guam. <laughs> Is that true? We're, we're true. 51st. True. Uh, I don't know true. if it's still in true funding, now. That I, data was true at the time that it was on the ballot. But I you're going to be in the bottom third no matter what. Right. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. I think it's safe to say the bottom, you know, 
the 10%. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then we could go into you know how they spend the money, and lots of money is on admin instead of in oh, the, good God. spending well, on the yeah, schools. Let's not even Anyways. get started there. The Clark Anyways. County school oh, no, system yeah, is like the third biggest school no, system. No, no, but, but I, I am going to go there. I'll let you finish, but I am going to go there in a second. Sure. So there's a lot of money in, in the admin mm-hmm. part of it, and, yeah. and the do- dollar per student is minimal, like $1.29. Yeah, I was on the school board of a public charter system, and the dollar per student was something like four bucks. One of the challenges, I I think, for people that have voted for things like legalization, right, is do you actually feel the benefits, right? So the tax revenue is one side of why, why marijuana has been legalized. Then there's the cultural side, right? And to a certain extent, the medicinal side. But... But when you look at, you know, Oregon, 40% of all tax revenue goes towards school. Colorado, $230 million to supposedly going towards education since 2015. Nevada was, what, $69 million? 69. Going into the general fund. Uh, Washington's interesting. It's not all towards education. It also goes towards substance abuse and prevention, which is a good thing. Nevada that's, does that's the same That's a good same idea. Thing. Same thing. That's good. But, interesting side note. But, um, my understanding, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly, and I don't, so fact check me on this, but California and another state studied Nevada and the way we implemented it because Nevada took their time, looked at the way Colorado, who's having some troubles, implemented theirs, and Nevada f- plugged those leaks. And, and- but the, but to me, it's like any other time that there is tax revenue generation, do you actually feel it? Like you, there, Unfortunately, we have to put a certain amount of faith in our governments to be, um, you know, wise keepers of our tax dollars because transparency isn't yeah. there as, as right. to the level I, that we I, like, c- right? I, I could not answer that. I, I could I, not say to you that I, I, I see would say, it. I would our, say the same thing. I have not seen it, although... In the, the strip mall that this the source is in, that yeah. we, the dispensary that we have have it's, it, chosen to that, be that our That you have a private was, parking spot it, for? <laughs> Close. 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 It so, was kind of a hurting strip mall. I mean, you know, yeah. business is closing, things like that. They, they would come and go, and there was a lot of empty storefronts. Okay, so, so this place opened up, and then they have a medical marijuana where you can get your card. Uh-huh. A, a store and then they have offices upstairs and then a restaurant moved in and then another restaurant moved in and another restaurant moved in so it's it's and then the landlord was obviously making money because he put a ton of money into painting the buildings redoing the right. signs so yeah. so yeah. redoing so the parking lot is, and everything there's security there 24 7 and, and it's, it's become a, a gathering place business. in the neighborhood right. these, right. these business so, doing business yeah and business will always do these yeah. these the restaurants things. people from the neighborhood walk like us walk there yeah. now and and it's so, it's, so it's been it's, a Major boom, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he has been the benefactor of those tax dollars to do those things. No, right, and it's a struggle. I think it's a struggle all the time with every citizen in every municipality. So I think you wanted to chime in here about being a steward of tax dollars. The one thing I want I want to add to this before we move on is that um, while I can't point to any evidence of uh, success due to these tax numbers. What I can say is that um, Nevada is a no state income tax state. Yes, mm-hmm. we have we have a very That's low right. tax base. Yes, and 
the state is doing well. Yes. So obviously there revenue are benefits. Revenue matters. No matter where matters. it comes from. And our from, property yeah. taxes are low. Yes. Right. Yes. So we, well, first to follow up on Don, we have an area in Roseville called the Utica Junction. We want to call it a downtown district authority. So what you talked about as far as business and economic growth, I, I think a couple of micro business disposed in the downtown area would help. Oh, absolutely. Would help bring economic. And, there, and there's a spillover from that, right? When Michigan had the film incentives, right? Yes. I had a multitude of friends in the business there who were making great money. Like, like for instance, there was an ABC show. Um, it was a cop show. I can't remember what it was called, but these guys were. Uh, we call it shooting. They were recording the dialogue replacement ADR for this television show, mm-hmm. and. That caused them to hire people. That causes the local businesses to have more traffic at lunchtime, for instance, right? Yes. More parking revenue for the city where their studio is located in. When Michigan killed the film tax incentives, all of that business goes away. Right. Right. It, so there's so there's it, there there's a term for it. I don't recall what it is. Money is one of the terms. Velocity, of, velocity money. of money. Okay. As, as it okay. moves through your economy. yeah, as it moves right. and and they can't measure that sort of thing. With film tax incentives or yeah. taxes on met, on uh, recreational marijuana, there's no way to measure that. Yeah, we lost the but boat. But we know it happens. What, what should we? We lost the boat in Roseville by not succeeding at a classic car cruise with all that unmarked money that can come in with the, um, with with the, the event. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. right. And we ca- it may come back someday, but that's another story. But um, as far as the city of Roseville, we're, we're operating not real well on our um, – Economically, we're um, we're, so, so, we're, take, so, we're taking so, money from our journal fund to pay for legacy costs. So, so you know, the the, the tax revenue generated from you know recreational marijuana, you you know, as 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 one of those stewards of tax money, right? How it would benefit? Well, so you get five thousand dollars for each license the first year. Now, medical marijuana, which is, we're still even just trying to get into that arena, which is hopefully. That, Become success, successful soon. Recreational is where the real tax incentive. It's the one percent of the Michigan tax. But I think you know you can you can generate a lot of funds, and I think Roseville set up for it. Like I said, um, you can stack licenses for industrial buildings for grow facilities. You can have ten and, licenses in one one building. You right, can take you can take you can take industrial buildings that are d- d- low producing or vacant buildings. You can now make them right. Productive. Yeah, we, we have a chain. Then they have to hire people. To- we, there, there's a sandwich chain. It's here. It's in other states too. Uh, it's called Chiba Hut. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. It's pot themed. Oh, you right? talked about that. Yeah. Every every everything in the in, in the restaurant is is has a like a pot nickname. Like the sandwich sizes are a uh, nug, pinner, and blunt for small, medium, <laughs> large. And 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 it, yeah. the food's good. They have uh, wonderful uh, guest taps of craft beers. Mm-hmm. And these places spring up near the marijuana places, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're getting this velocity of money effect happening where, you know, hey, here's this business. Like, like you go into our Chiba hut, not only is it people from the neighborhood, but it's also workers from the dispensary and their offices. I, I, I think on, in, in this topic, I think that there, there really has to be two topics. And one, we've spent a lot of time talking about the financial and tax benefit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how it's felt and... You know, is it is is it felt right? Anytime they're raising taxes, you always wonder if it's going to felt to, to be felt by the by the public. Is there the cultural aspect? Like certainly, like what's oh, it doing sure. to our society? Positive. I don't mean that really in a negative. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, but well, I, but it, 
But, so we have to you know, move past the people who like, are... I wouldn't sell the idea of passing recreational marijuana on tax revenue. If, I, if I'm out there sure. stumping for recreational marijuana, tax revenue, whatever. But, believe but, me, but, don't believe me. Schools are going to improve, you know, whatever. First thing first, we have to get past the the age-old stigma of it being a gateway drug, right? There's, there's and, never, ever, for instance, been an overdose on marijuana. Despite, on my notes... I wasn't. I, I wanted to put down. We're not going to talk about the myths. <laughs> I don't want to even give credibility. Well, to but the I, myths th- I think of, it's important of, of, entering of the culture discussion for one reason only. So uh, Don Don and I have an 11 year old son. <laughs> Don Don, I think right? I stuttered. <laughs> we have an 11 year old son, and and I think it's wonderful because he gets to grow up, mm-hmm. exposed to it, understand that and high. We'll edit that out later. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. But, but you know no, what I'm saying? I've like like the exposure to it, it's like, like alcohol. Right? He like needs, alcohol. He's yeah. exposed to it like he is exposed to alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. And I've been cognizant of this since we've been staying with you and you're the openness of the conversation. You know, my my kids are older and oh, I don't want to think about how long they've been getting high. So <laughs> so so but I We I'm, have some I'm, friends, their daughter's a senior in high school this year and they were over at our house, and they they were like, we were talking about it, and they're like, oh, blah blah blah. And Dawn and I were talking about, you know, the, like these gummies are really nice, and you know, if you're having trouble uh, sleeping, this uh, indica hybrid can really help you sleep. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, interesting. And so we gave them uh, some of the gummies that we had, and and then a week later, I hear they're freaking out because. They found a, a boomstick in their daughter's uh, <laughs> bag or whatever, and I'm like, she's 18 and it's legal, and you guys just took some from us. So and, it, and it's yeah. not legal from for an 18 year old. It's 21, well, no, 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 21, 21 years, right? right. right. So, so, but but to freak out over that, you know, yeah. you, right. you wait. It's hypocritical. Okay. Exactly. exactly. But, but I just like in this next generation, okay, and 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 call your boy the next generation, whatever you know. Sure. He he's growing up in the idea that it's just an established it's a um, cultural aspect, just it's like norm. alcohol. It's a norm, norm. Right. right? And 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 that can only be a good thing. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Because yeah, we, we're not going to talk about the myths of harm and gateway right. and you know all the propaganda. Uh, the, yeah. Yes, from the Daily yeah. Coast. From the <laughs> white I'm sure it's pronounced Daily Cause. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I do. I still think that there are lots of cultural things that still have to be weeded out through society. Oh, I see okay. what you did there. Weed them out. Oh, shame on me. But Bot- it's bottoms up. That's a bottoms up. Oh, I'm empty, man. Mm. Here, take more of this one. Mm. Oh, I have a little bit Not more for in him. there. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know the reason Although why the stigmas exist? <laughs> the pro- uh, why the propaganda started? No. Oh, you mean like reefer madness kind of stuff? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about like back in back in the day. God. Paper oh. companies, oil companies, uh, textile companies um, were all involved in stigmatizing hemp because oh, yes. anyone could grow it because it literally grows like a weed. Bottoms up. Ah. <laughs> and uh, and so they got uh, the government to ban it. Oil also. Yep. Oil. Yes. So they got the government to ban it to protect their businesses. When was this? This was pre nineteen twenty. Okay. There's there's also a uh, man. There there there's a fantastic show out there called Adam Ruins Everything that I'm really really into. 
and they do a whole episode on marijuana. Is that a podcast? Uh, no, it's a it's a TV show on True mm. TV. Okay. Um, How do you know it's true? He does have <laughs> just because they say so. <laughs> they they list sure. all of the uh, they list the bibliography. Yeah, don't worry about the actual TV. Reuters show. said so. so guess, right, right, right. Well done, done, done. I could look it all up right now. I was listening to the first half. But it was it was it was used as uh, propaganda against uh, Mexicans who were coming into the country that people were uh, uh, using, and so they used a drug that was at the time almost fully coming from Mexico that was being used then to demonize. That's these so people. cool. Yeah. So we were laughing yesterday at the restaurant about yeah. freedom fries, right? <laughs> freedom yeah. fries, and 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 I I said, did you guys know that? Uh, Congress wasn't even that inventive because there were a before World War One the U.S. was a neutral country traditionally. Yeah, going all the way back to George Washington, and uh, uh, b we had a large German population. So one thing that Congress did was they uh, named sauerkraut freedom cabbage. Good stuff, man. Too. We could we could wander down tangent lane. Yeah, right? no, but but, but when, he's going to want to keep us on. What, what, what I think about when I think about the cultural aspects of legalization nowadays are are questions like where is the proper place to get high. Dude, wherever you want, man. Well, I, well, and no, no, I, I, I don't. No, absolutely. On the subway, I don't want people getting high. No, no, no. no. Well, okay, and, now all of a sudden you just changed, right? No, no, I'm, I'm in agreement. I was joking. Oh. And, yeah. and so that's a, that's a struggle they're having now because tourists come here and mm-hmm. it's medical, recreational marijuana is legal. They can't smoke it in the hotels. Yeah. They're they're so trying they're working to on lounges, lounges, and um, yeah. lounges. like cigar bars, like lounge right. buses, taking right. people they're, from they're place to place. On that. They have to work out some technicalities and some. And, 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 the problem and, and, we have in and, and, Las Vegas is all you people come here yeah, from elsewhere, thing, right, right. and 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 you believe that that bullshit. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas line, mm-hmm. but we live here. <laughs> We we, I, I we can raise actually, families yeah. here. I, I, I can be testimony for that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, is my, this is not my first Look, time here. It's, right, a, right. it's a kick-ass yeah, marketing line, but but people live here. People raise their families here, and and she's not kidding. We Nevada is wrestling with a giant problem of tourists coming here and getting high and, and doing it wherever and thinking the rules don't okay, apply but, because but the ad said what happens in Vegas stays right. yeah, This but, is but, America. But, this but, is Vegas. Yeah. But, 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 the, but even not the tourists. Today we were, we were driving back from the hike. Oh, you and, smell it driving. And mm-hmm. we, we, we drove past a car and, 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 oh, yeah. and even just in passing – it it wafted into very into RV. Right. evident that they are smoking. Is is, yes. is is that offensive? Well, and it's not legal right. to drive while smoking marijuana. Well, let's say so this, you, you know the driver wasn't, but the passenger. But right. I'm just talking. Right. You're, you're not it's not. It's, it's 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 like an open container. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. do it. So you're not. Supposed but but to my, have point it in not, my, my point is not. My point is not them in the car. I don't, I don't my point is that a, we. I personally don't find it offensive. Culturally. I actually do a little bit. I find it I, offensive I did, I did. also, and the reason I... Yeah, we, we got a person in the back row also shaking his head that the smell of of, of cannabis can be offensive when you're not I, I don't find it offensive right? because of the smell. Yeah. What, what I don't like it, about yeah. it is you are driving impaired. Well, right. okay. Sobriety that, testing is another big thing. Sobriety yeah. testing is, a, is another big yeah, thing definitely. because it, it stays with... You know, alcohol... I don't know if you guys have them in Michigan. We have checkpoints. No, they and go up occasionally, but they don't. We usually last have, have, have seatbelt. 
is our big thing. Um, yeah, but the seatbelt yeah. checkpoints are just a cover for yeah. truck well, driving checkpoints. Checkpoints are not a thing in Michigan. We, we have checkpoints, and uh, I did read an article saying that uh, arrests for uh, driving while high have gone up since legalization. I mean, one of the biggest differences in the comparison. It's a numbers thing. Right? Are, are more made people so are often between yeah. alcohol and. There's and, more and, revenue and, then, though. There is the revenue. Tickets. There's revenue. Bonus for the revenue. Too. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we're going to out. We're going to We're going to set aside the revenue. Hot tip to the Las Vegas Metro Police. If you want revenue, just sit on Coley Avenue and bust all the women driving their kids to Las Vegas Day School for speeding. There's people on Roseville on my Facebook page concerned that the revenue I'm looking for is tickets and not. So you could just tell them, don't drive while you're impaired. Well, that's what they should Smoke they, your shit at home. They think people don't, aren't aware of them. I think people are aware of that overall, though. See, you yeah. know, so many people want to compare it to your, your answer to them is, right. I can't it's control very, that. very different. Right. If people Absolutely. don't obey the Absolutely. law, that's out of my hands. Oh, no, they got, they, we have to do it, but I'm just saying people, of I think people are more aware of, under the influences, both alcohol and drugs so. you, you, you that's, know, that's a that's a just that's a false dichotomy argument they're making to you mm-hmm. it's 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 bullshit like what are you supposed to do about that if you know if if somebody's going to get high or get drunk and drive that's out of the control of the municipality I, you know? The problem is the sobriety testing, though. You, there's not like a blood they test you can do. They haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, no, that's, that's the problem. True. Because it there's stays a, with you There longer. is a problem there. Yep. Yeah, right. that, that's what I was going to Well, but it's alcohol. not a, you know, they can't do a breathalyzer and say, oh, okay. They're you working know, like, on things like that? They, they are. But, but you know, it, it is, like I said, comparing it to alcohol, it's still different because I, I know that I can, um, you know, basically have a drink an hour. If I have a drink an hour, I've paced myself and I'm in very good shape. Yeah. If you, if, if, if. You know, you smoke a blunt, you're high for X period of time, right? If you eat edibles, you are riding that wave for an undetermined amount of time until you really start figuring out how edibles affect well, you. Well, no, but that's the exact thing. You're going to figure it out. You didn't know that you well, had been drinking hour no, when no, you first started right. drinking. No, no, no. I've been practicing, I, 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 I've been practicing no, no, no. alcohol for 45 years. I am, I'm here, <laughs> I am here to tell you that... Um, so far, experimentation with edibles leads me to believe that it depends on a whole lot of shit that I can't figure out. No, true. Because that, I'll eat, that's my point I'll exactly, eat half a gummy, oh, and spike. I don't feel anything, <laughs> and I'll eat half a gummy the next day, and <laughs> bye bye Yes. Do you think – I have a theory about that because I've experienced the exact same thing. I, I think that the edible makers have not figured it out yet. I don't think so. The percents that are going in are not as scientific as I'd like to be. Mm. Because otherwise, I would think my reactions would be much more consistent. I think if their product was more consistent, my reactions would be more consistent. I have always thought that whether it's alcohol or pot, part of it is dependent on your mood. Uh, I don't know. I don't mm. know. Mood, energy, your physiology. Chemistry, I'm more scientific. Your chemistry yeah. and the food you've eaten. The food yeah. you've you know, eaten. It, well, it, it, it kind of goes better. into the yeah. whole keto diet thing. And I was talking to, who was I talking to about? I don't remember. Who well, Brent, you understand completely about on the keto water, diet. You, know, you get a oh, buzz really fast. To, um, <laughs> right? A little bit of alcohol and woo, you're up. Right. Well, but, I'm Asian, so that happens anyway. You can't hold your alcohol. Everyone knows that. But if you drink a lot of water and you drink, you know, eat an avocado mm-hmm. and then you drink you know you have that fat that slows down the absorption of the carbs and the alcohol in your body so i, I think a lot of it has to do with your diet and I your, your body yeah. chemistry yep. Yep. And, 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 and your mood of course you know if, if you are way down low and you're going to take a gummy 
and you've had a lot. And of, it's an indica, you're going to crash. Right. You're but gonna if crash. it's a sativa, you're going to be like. Right. Yeah. You work up a tolerance too, just like with anything else. I think else. so. so yeah. if you, mm-hmm. I, I've noticed that because I've done. This is very true in the uh, pot world. In yes. the pot world, in the alcohol world too. I mm-hmm. mean, if you drink, if I drank for two weeks straight, I could drink more at the end of that yeah, two weeks. Drinking but, history. But the alcohol, yeah, the alcoholic history. loses tolerance. The alcoholic loses their tolerance, so there's a there's a tipping point. Wait, there. Hey, hey, what wait are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Not to <laughs> not to nickname nicknames here. But... <laughs> that's, a, that's a scientific thing that the more you drink, the le- the less of a tolerance you have. I don't know. Alcoholics have very low tolerance. I call oh. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and I, I will, I'm going I'll, I'll I'll to say this because my dad was a functioning alcoholic mm-hmm. as long as he stayed with the same. Beer. He could drink. He could drink a case of beer. Your dad didn't drink beer. He could. Well, okay. he drank old anyway, Milwaukee anyways, Light. He drank. He drank. He, classy, he could drink man. a case of beer a day. Wow. And be functioning, right? Yeah. And then he would. If we, he came to our house and drank a Labatt's, he would be hammered. Shit faced. Just shit faced. Wow. And, and and so and he would stop because he would recognize yeah. it. And so, hmm. and it, this didn't just happen on a one-offer. This happened often. Right. If, if he drank something other than his everyday standard oil, yeah, that he could drink a case <laughs> to of. To up. I think you're, yeah. I, I, you he, build a tolerance to, you right, build a tolerance so, to the same thing. So maybe so, if you switch it up and eat a gummy, and then maybe you do, you, you smoke. Right. Right. A blunt, and then maybe you... I'll tell you what. That, that, that's I'll, a nice concert I'll, buzz right I'll there. experiment and report back to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'll experiment with you. Science! But, uh, right, so send me the case I, study, I guys. Interesting. It's, it's interesting, and I don't think you can... I don't, Too many I don't, variables. It has there to fl- are a lot of variables, and, 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 yeah. and culturally, we have to flush it out. It will flush out. Yeah. Well, Naturally. Flesh. Flesh it out. <laughs> flesh it out? It's flesh it out. You yeah, haven't seen flesh. my bathroom, John. <laughs> Nor I'm does he. Uh, <laughs> trust me. But but I, but all of these issues, right? We Our son where doesn't. is the right place? And, he clogs and how it out. React to it. <laughs> right. I think society right. will figure it out. Oh yeah, it's it's going to evolve. Yes, it, it has to sure. evolve in order for it to be. Wait right. wait wait. We're talking about evolution now. Yes. 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 Although, although our eleven-year-old, you know, he'll smell a car, and he's like, "Oh my goodness, there's the smell is just crazy." So while he's accepted of this, he's he's not a fan of smelling it right. from cars. You know, it, he I, is not I would fan. almost be in favor of just passing edibles. Yeah, I like that. I, I've only I, done I, edibles. I have not smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah I. I I'm not, I'm not a fan, saying that's I'm a, not a I'm fan not of that's putting smoke in my lungs, so I'm totally with you on that. It's not that I don't, because sometimes that's the most effective way to make use of the product. But given a choice, I would always go edible. Yeah, but but, but the, the, the thing was, to me, smoking is much more controllable. I know exactly how much I'm going to get high and how long it's going to last. Exactly. Exactly. Smoking 40 exactly. years of experience. And, yeah. and now, so, so is smoking a joint the same as using the pen, the, the pen with the oil? So no. those are different yeah. things as well, right? Right. So, are, so, what'd you say? No, culturally, they, in Roseville, a lot of people enjoy smoking. That's how they, they've been doing it for years already. That's mm-hmm. what they do. But I, mean, I, I got a free pre-roll joint on my birthday at the dispensary. Uh, a client handed me a bunch of free <laughs> Willie Nelson pre-rolls. I don't, I, I haven't smoked any of them because I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not a fan of putting smoke in my lungs. Yeah. Is there a truth that the marijuana is stronger today than it was? Definitely. Well, well you, they you definitely refined they the strains. Yeah. There's yeah. a menu. There's much more science in it. You get to choose. So, so you, strains, when you walk, strengths, we'll everything. We'll have to take you guys into this dispensary because mm-hmm. it's, 
Let's go. The amount of, <laughs> of knowledge that these, some up, of these field people trip. have is super cool. So you go in there and they'll say, okay, what are you looking for? And you're like, well, you know, mm-hmm. I would like something to help me sleep and this and this. And they're like, it's a menu yes. that they have. And it's it's this yeah. much. And there's a percentage of THC and a percentage and of And they're super knowledgeable. Michigan hasn't gotten there yet, but I've done right. that in, in uh, Seattle. Seattle. And it's, it's, it's super cool. They know it's their fun. stuff. It's you know, fun. Like, right. like I was suffering fun. from... Uh, anxiety which was keeping me up yeah a couple of years ago and we went in there and told him what was going on he's like try this try this and man sleep like a yeah. baby anxiety goes away you know it, in i'm suffering in from the arrow circles they call it <laughs> so i need drum. i need something really strong <laughs> yeah well you you they need you need sleeping beauty for the next <laughs> several years. So you were saying so what? in sp- spiritual circles they refer to cannabis as a heart drug, a heart mm-hmm. medicine, mm-hmm. right? So so um, I I don't know a lot about that, but but I can tell you from personal experience, you know, you get that knot of anxiety in your chest, and you you smoke or you take a gummy or whatever, it just dissolves, it goes away. It's mm. gone. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really amazing. Mm. Well, like I said, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it all flushes out or fleshes. Fleshes. Out. Sorry, fleshes, fleshes, out. fleshes, fleshes out. out. And uh, welcome to Potoms Up, where we correct grammar. And uh, <laughs> I'm still going to fact check that. And uh, <laughs> feel free, because I could uh, be wrong. And uh, as more states pass, and then eventually the feds will get on board. We're Feds gonna see, are going to be on board. We're, we're going to see a larger cultural yep. movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll be cool. It'll be super cool, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. I agree. And yeah. it's going to help. I think it's going to well, help. Well, we're already another, seeing another thing is getting people off of opioids and all this other, the, all these other drugs. Yep. I think it, this is going to make a huge thing. And we had a friend in from Washington D.C. a couple weeks I ago. I was just listening who, to Tulsi Gabbard candidate for president on joe rogan and they were talking about that very thing it's 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 the opposite of a gateway drug absolutely yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. a weed you off weed you off oh, oh that is a great closer there right it is there okay it is. well i Bottoms appreciate up. all the guests that all right today big fun very good and out because baby Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby